sunrises and sunsets, well, there's some of the everyday reminders that whether you feel it or not, the earth is in constant motion. And today, the Chicago area will have the earliest sunset of the year at not six o'clock, not five o'clock. Today, the sun is going to set at 419 in the afternoon. Why? I mean, seriously, why? Well, for some of us, it's been a while since we thought about why days get shorter or what makes the sun set and rise at different times throughout the year. So think back to what you learned in school about our planet's daily rotation and annual orbit around the sun. And if you can't remember, well, our next guest will have you covered. Here to explain some of the mysteries of the sky is Adler Planetarium's public observing educator, Hunter Miller. Good to have you back on Reset, Hunter. Uh, it's wonderful to be back, Sasha. Thanks for having me today. The big question, Hunter, why is the sun setting so early today? Right. So that's a good question. You know, we have the earliest sunset of the year um, coming up here at 419. And then in just a couple of weeks on the 21st, we'll have the winter solstice, the shortest day of the year. And so, you know, this really connects us to not only our personal lives here where we're experiencing the sun, but the uh, solar system on a much grander scale, right? So we can take a look at why are we getting these shorter days? Why is this sunset so early? And it comes down to the relationship between the sun and us here on the Earth. Yeah, let's let's now, talk about that. Let's dig in. What? Mm -hmm. Why does the sun rise and set at, at different times? And why are there shifts in the duration of daylight throughout the year? Right. So it all comes down to one thing, and that's the tilt of the Earth's axis. So imagine, you know, a big pole that goes through the North Pole and the South Pole and sticks out from either end of the Earth. Now, you might think in your head, oh, that's like perfectly straight up and down, perpendicular to our orbit. But that's not quite true. It's actually pretty far tilted, about 23.4 degrees off of that perpendicular angle. And so in the wintertime here, um, for us in the Northern Hemisphere, that uh, you can imagine that pole sticking out of the North Pole is facing away from the sun. So while we may be having shorter days, um, our friends down in the Southern Hemisphere are actually experiencing longer days right now. Ah, so we know we experience these variations because of ir irregularities in, in the orbit of the Earth around the sun. And, and as you mentioned, the tilt of the Earth during its rotation. How have these changes impacted our ability to keep time? Ooh, that's a really interesting question. So there's kind of this discrepancy between um, the time that we kind of think of today, this like very strict clock time where noon to noon is exactly 24 hours every day. But then there's this kind of separate solar time. Um, our clock time is based on the average of this solar time, but solar noon to solar noon, not always exactly 24 hours. You know, the Earth is changing the speed that it's orbiting around the sun, and this makes these slight discrepancies throughout the year. We have this tilt going on. You can imagine the Earth kind of spinning like a top throughout the year. Um, and so there's a lot of really complicated movement going on up in the solar system that isn't quite perfectly represented by our clocks here on Earth. So I think another big question on folks' minds is, is how long will we have to endure the sun setting before 5 p.m.? Yeah, well, I, I do hate to say even through the end of the year, we will have sunsets um, before 4.30. So we will still wow. have um, those early nights here for, for the rest of 2023 and moving into the beginning of uh, 2024. But there's still a, a bright side to it, even if most of it is even if most of the day is dark. Sure. And we're just two weeks away from the shortest day of the year here in Chicago. Uh, why does the earliest sunset occur before the shortest day even gets here? 
Yeah, that's a really good question. And so it actually varies by latitude. So the closer you are to the North Pole, um, the closer your earliest sunset will come to the solstice. So folks south of here um, that are still in, in the northern hemisphere might have had, you know, would have had their earliest um, sunset a little bit earlier in the year. And that really comes down to that discrepancy. Solar noon is not exactly the same as our 12 o'clock time, but the solstice will be the shortest day. So right now the sun is rising a little bit earlier. Okay. So just to make sure I'm on the same page with you, the, the amount of daylight on the shortest day of the year also varies by latitude because of the Earth's tilted axis. Right, exactly. I mean, a great example is I think like a lot of people know about really far up close to the poles where they'll have, you know, these winter times where almost the entire day is dark outside. And then these summer times where they have, you know, 22, 23 hours of light in a day. Um, so it, it varies a lot based on your location. And the fact that the shortest day of the year typically coincides with the, the winter solstice What's the significance of that? Yeah, so I think, you know, um, these days when we have this, you know, very strict idea of time, these computers that are creating this coordinated universal time that we are all following around the world, we have a very different relationship with, um, you know, these solar cycles. And I think throughout history, they have had, you know, a lot more importance to people. And that's why you often find like a lot of holidays close to these times of year, right? Um, they were big marking points in the year. Um, and we can even see that, you know, through archeological evidence. How do you cope with less daylight, Hunter? Uh, well, you know, I, I I have to say, with my job being all about um, observing and looking at the sky, um, less daylight isn't always so much of a problem for me. That just means more night to um, appreciate the stars above us um, and and appreciate, uh, you know, how much there is out there in the universe. Another interesting thing I learned that happens on the solstice is is we cast the longest shadow of the year at solar noon on that day. Why is that? Yeah, so the sun will be a little bit lower in the sky um, on the solstice than the entire rest of the year. So in the summertime, we have the sun nice and high up above us in the sky. In the winter, you know, if you go out even today um, on a nice sunny day like today around 12 o'clock, a little bit before for solar noon, you'll see that the sun isn't particularly high in the sky. On the winter solstice, it will be at its lowest altitude in the sky. So we have those nice long shadows being cast. What does the shortest day mean for you and your colleagues and, and the research at, at Adler? Right. So it means uh, being able to go out to the observatory at five o'clock rather than nine o'clock right. like we do in the summertime. Big difference, right? yeah. <laughs> Definitely a for big sure. difference there. Um, it's, you know, a great time of year for me because I'm here at the Adler on Wednesday evenings um, where we do public observing. Um, anybody can come and take a look through our telescope. And it means uh, I can do that for a whole three hours from seven to ten every Wednesday. <laughs> so this this uh, time around the solstice is, is a good time to go stargazing. Exactly, exactly. What is happening in the night sky this time of year? So it's an exciting time right now. Um, actually, just a week from today, we'll have a, a big meteor shower going on, the Geminid meteor shower, one of these that comes, you know, um, on a on a kind of set calendar for us mm. um, here on Earth, which is always convenient, right? Yeah. And sure. so 
To be able to see a meteor shower like this, um, you'll be looking towards the Gemini constellation. That's going to be basically due east. Um, and a week from today, on the night of the 13th, um, at around, I think, 9 o'clock is the peak for it, get to a nice dark location, look up to the east. And what's great about meteor showers is you just got to sit back and relax, take in the sky, wait and see if you get some of those. What's important is just getting to a, a nice dark location. Yeah. Sounds amazing. Well, that was Hunter Miller, public observing educator at Adler Planetarian. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me.